0: Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Big Hawker Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. Listen, we have turned the calendar into February, and that means that people have begun to chase that white devil. Snow Goose conservation season is firing up, and Pacific Calls has got a call that you need. It is their Snow Trooper uh, Snow Goose call. It will help you. Let's say that your dad gum, your e-caller goes out, and then all of a sudden you got to call these damn things in with a mouth. Snow Trooper, it's the way to go. Also, spring turkey season is right around the corner. We'll be chasing those gobblers before we know it. And Pacific Calls has also rebranded their turkey line. They got a lot of cool mouth calls coming out. Uh, Really, really cool uh, pot calls that they've redesigned and uh, box calls. So be checking that out on uh, PacificCustomCalls.com. And you can save 25% off of your order using the promo code BHP25. What do they want,
1: Jeff? Mossberg shotgun.
0: That's right. You can get a Mossberg. We have been shooting the Mossberg 940 all season. Great shooting gun. It handles the sand. I have said for years, if you want to torture test your product, come out here, put it in the sand and see how it does. And so far Mossberg has done very, very well. We are excited to be a part of them. So you need to go check them out at Mossberg. If you see them at your local, uh, Sporting Goods Store, Academy, or Bass Pro, Cabela's, Shields, wherever the hell you shop at, check it out. It's good-looking. It's a good shooting shotgun. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells, all made in America. Copper-plated bismuth. It is the way to go. Uh, It only takes one, and I'm telling you what, they've changed the game. And we are very, very excited uh, to be a part of their team. They're great people over there at Michigan, up there at Michigan, and they make a great product, uh,
1: copper-plated bismuth. Can't wait to see what's coming out next for the boys at Boss.
0: Yep, they are constantly re-engineering their shotgun shells. Uh, Brandon and them, they have figured out how to make the 3.5 blend just a little bit more effective. So that'll be fun to shoot here in the coming months. Check them out, BossShotShells.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. The end of hunting season is here. We're packing away trailers more and more every day. It has never been easier than it is right now that we have been running. Dive Bomb Industries, everything is in its bags. You just clean out your trailer, and then all the bags just, they store up nice and neat. Pretty simple. It's effective, and it kills birds. What else can you ask for? Check them out. Dive Bomb Industries, and they just released the dates for Squad Fest Part 3. So go check go check that out on their uh, website. Also, we're brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Take care of that four-legged hunting buddy of yours. Uh, get the field trauma kit, the keep it quick, in your truck. quick release system, the watering kit. Lou got dehydrated. I haven't been giving him enough water. So now I make sure that every morning I have the uh, gundog water bottle with me. Um, it's a nice little nifty little gadget uh, that I keep with me to make sure that he stays hydrated. So um, take care of your hunting, buddy. He saves you a lot of hunting. He saves you a lot of steps every single year. So the least you can do is get him some. Cool stuff to go along with you every day. Gundogoutdoors.com. Also, we're brought to you by Shin Gear Waiters. They are not just a waiter company anymore. They have jackets and a super secret product that I have been torture testing all year long that I think everybody is going to be very, very excited about. Uh, so, more details on that to come. But,
1: you know, that to say it's a bib.
0: I can't say what it is. Um, but they do have jackets out right now that are really, really nice. Uh, waterproof. And not just a waiter company anymore, Jeff. They're they're growing and evolving. So that's really really exciting to see. Check them out at ShinGear.com, uh, and the rubber boots are very very nice too. So they got all sorts of stuff. Go check it out. See what you need. ShinGear.com. It's all great. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck, best spinners on the market and best a frames that are on the market. The Lucky Duck two by four blind. It is uh, fits four grown men. Holds grass well. Uh, all of the above. Get the tops if you're hunting cranes; you're going to need them. And spinners are out of this world. They can all sync up to a remote, waterproof. What else could you? What What else do you want, Jeff? They've got a swimmer. They've got it all. Check them out, LuckyDuck.com.
1: And the best blinds in the market.
0: We are proudly brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. We just had Logan and Rebel out. Great guys. You can go to Patreon, type in Looking Glass Podcast. Donate to their Patreon account, and you'll get their entire library of debauchery. So, um, they're great people, hilarious, um, and it is a fun podcast to listen to. So, go to Patreon right now, check them out, you won't be disappointed. Also, we're brought to you by the Hunt Proof app. Uh, it is a digital way of logging your hunts, and you can have them forever. You can log how many birds you killed, uh, weather, upload pictures. It's a great little uh, reminder. You can always show your little grandchildren uh, how you used to lay the hammer down a long time ago. So go to the Hunt Proof app and set up an account today. It's great. We're also brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialty. Uh, If you have a product in mind that you think could revolutionize the waterfowl world, send them a mock-up of it and they can build it right there in Mississippi. So, uh, good people there at Alpha Outdoor Specialties and go check them out. Also, we're brought to you by Bangtel Whiskey. Brandon is a go-getter. He is a recording music artist along with the other, bunch of other hats that he wears and he makes a great taste in whiskey. You can find it, uh, all over the place now. If it's not in your local, uh, liquor store, you can get it online, several different places you can get it online. So, Go check it out at bangtailwhiskey.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the way we start our day out here every single day. The Missouri Boat Ride Blend, it's uh, it's my go-to of choice, and it gets us properly fueled for our morning. Dirty Duck uh, They've also got cool-looking swag, everything that you can imagine. It's how we start our day out here every single day at the Big Hawk Lodge. We're also brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. We are proud to be associated with them. They have put ducks back into the skies by the millions. What a better organization to... uh,
1: There would be no ducks without Ducks Unlimited.
0: Tie yourself to. So uh, if there is a Ducks Unlimited program anywhere in your area, I would uh, would highly advise you to get involved in any way that you can. All the money goes right back into the duck habitats, and we get to hunt them in the fall. So... Great organization, Ducks Unlimited. We're also brought to you by Double T British Kennels. Corey has got a great little bloodline there. Cool little British labs. We've hunted over them all winter long and they haven't missed a beat. So if you're in the market for a new puppy, started dog, finished dog, or maybe you've got a stubborn dog that you need a little bit of training, get a hold of Corey at Double T British Kennels and he'll be happy to help you out. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. If you need dates, call now.
1: Pig hunting. I've got some hog hunting dates left. <laughs> unguided hog hunts come in on Thursday, leave on Sunday. Six hundred dollars. Kill three pigs per person with lodging. I've got. I can do a group up to twelve people. We can do. We do bachelor parties. We do private groups all the time. You're the only people here at the lodge. If you're interested in them, I've got some dates left still for late April, and I think I've got one date left, one weekend left in March. Anyways, I'll ask you an unguided hog hunt. Thank you for listening to us. God bless y'all and have a great week. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast,
0: we are joined by a couple first responders, firemen in and around the uh, East Palestine disaster that we have just seen. They were uh, on the ground night of the uh, train derailment, and they've been working it uh, since it happened. So very, very informational podcast. We get a lot of questions answered, and we hope that you enjoy this episode.
1: Three, two,
2: one.
1: Boom! And welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by our friends at Gundog Outdoors. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver.
0: We say it all the time. An ounce of preparation. You need the field uh, trauma kit. You never know when disasters What a, what a great segue for mm-hmm. the topic. Get you a field trauma kit. You never know when disaster is going to strike. Uh, it's got all the things you need. Stop bleeding. Stay warm. Cool off. Nothing for
1: a train derailment, though. Nope, we don't have no train derailment stuff. With us today from Springfield, Ohio. Springfield, Ohio, correct? Correct. Could be Uh, Illinois
0: or Missouri. Could be like The Simpsons. You know, we do just a bunch of Springfield, and nobody quite knows.
1: Austin and Steve (laughs) with their fire department. How far are you guys from the epicenter of where all this, where the train derailment was?
2: About seven, eight miles. Yeah.
1: Holy shit. What was it like that day?
0: I mean, was there a big rumble? Did we see a big cloud in the, in the sky? Like, what? Well, walk us through what happened.
2: Actually, I, I, I just got home, and I was, I'm an old man, so I was getting ready for bed, and uh, the tones went off, and, and, and the dispatcher said a trail derailed and, caught a, or derailed and caught a building on fire. So immediately I jumped up and said, oh, I got to go to this one. This is going to be interesting. Um, so I got dressed and I headed to the station. So that's how, uh, that's how it all started for me. So,
0: and then, I was actually- can <laughs> we, can we say what, can we say this? Can we say that you're a hazmat specialist? Can we say that? Or we need to leave that well, out?
2: Yeah. You can say I'm the chief of the Mahoney County hazmat team. I'm not a specialist, but I'm the chief.
0: Okay. Well, I didn't know, know how vague
1: can, I needed to talk,
2: be. We can talk about what a specialist is if you want me to.
1: So Austin, what was you, what'd you get a tone? Where were you, what were you doing?
2: i was actually so i work oh
1: no shit there's tones right there
3: that's good that's the other station they uh i work full-time at a department a couple towns north of further north and i was actually sitting in the chair where me and my partner were joking around like oh wow it's a bad call or whatever it's gonna be an interesting long night and uh we didn't think we were gonna go and then we ended up getting they ended up sending our station instead of the other station to it so we were i think an hour and a half later after springfield went initially
1: when, when did what, you find out that it had hazardous chemicals?
2: Um, when I, when you get out, when I got outside the, we, I, I drove the tanker down, uh, me and another fireman. And, and as soon as you got outside the tanker, you can smell it. But prior to going, there was no communication of, of any hazardous chemicals.
1: That's absolutely uh, just, asinine.
2: Well, yes. Um but the thing was so bad that even, even – like all the train cars are placarded. They're placarded on uh, all four sides um, with the classification. That was a car wreck in front of the station.
1: Oh. Are you serious? <laughs> what did he say? It's a car wreck in front of the station.
2: Let me, let me outside I can please. hear it.
1: <laughs> yeah, he'll go out and I'll keep talking. Um, Jesus.
0: That's some Epstein shit. I
1: heard that some bitch go off, too. I heard the crash. Yeah, it, sound like, it sounded
2: like there was a car accident in front of the station. Fuck. Oh, um, <laughs> life is good here, I guess. Huh? Uh, <laughs> never well, a dull moment. No. So, so, so they're transported, and in, in, uh, so there's placarding, but when you had a, such a mass devastation and a derailment and everything on fire, you can't even look at the placarding to give you an idea. Um Uh, of what that was carrying so uh and that that is i mean i don't know what else this what the solution is um now there is a there is a software program or an app program we can put on our phones it's called ask rail and it can tell us what trains the times and what they're carrying you have to register that for as a first responder um so there is something like that but like you said i when you're a volunteer, you're getting up, you're getting dressed, and you're more worried about getting to the station so you can get moving than sitting here trying to, uh, you know, look up an app, you know, I, I guess. That's just you,
1: you would think, though, that the train company, as soon as it shows it go offline, would contact 911 and say, listen, this has got, you know, whatever. What, what's the chemical that we're hearing that's in this? It's some kind of acid, isn't it?
2: Well, there, there's actually seven chemicals uh, Involved. Uh, the 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 worst one is the vinyl chloride. Uh, then you have ethylene glycol. You have two ethylene hexyl acetate, isobutylene butylene butyl benzene, and two ethylene hexyl blah, 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 blah. So, laxer. <laughs> so I can't even pronounce it. So um, and these are all like class- classified uh, together. So um, a lot of people think that trains like. Do mixed loads, and in this case, they don't. They, transfer, they transport hazardous chemicals. They do them in groups. So if they're like groups, they will go together. Um, so so they wouldn't like in this train car. You wouldn't find like a, a, a flammable metal or a heavy or a heavy metal like like chromium powder or chromium powder um, that would make for a very very bad day.
1: So. You get the call. You get there. This thing's on fire. It's been on fire for a couple of days, and somebody decided it would be best to blow it up. <laughs> yeah. That, yes. That's basically correct. And who made that decision? Yeah.
0: How does that? Like. How does that even? How's that conversation as even a, happen? As an well, ex-mayor
1: of a town, I can't imagine having to make a decision like that. Let's blow the well, shit up. Yeah.
2: So what happens is you have you have five cars of vinyl chloride. Uh, Vinyl chloride is a, is a polymer polymerizer, and what that means is it, there's a special reaction that occurs. Now, inside of a laboratory under control, controlled uh, conditions, it's a good thing, because that's how you get styrofoam cups through the polymerization process. But polymerization outside of a, the way it's supposed to do, like on a trail derailment is, derailment is bad. And what happens is uh, they were keeping track of the temperature of the car. And as the car started to heat up, and once it starts heating up, the, the, the reaction is, is starting to go. And once it hits, most chemists believe that a temperature of 185 degrees will start the polymerization process. So once it gets to that range of temperature somewhere around there, if that would happen, we would have what we call a blevy, which is a boiling liquid ex- expanding vapor explosion. So what happens is that car would just come apart from the pressure and it would throw shrapnel of that car in all directions probably for a half a mile. Holy and it would, and it, would, it would level buildings. It would cause a lot more destruction. So the, the goal of this was to do a controlled release of the product and then burn it off. So they put two explosive shape charges, one on the top, one on the bottom. So the top is kind of like when you, when you shotgun a beer. Right, you put the hole at the bottom, then you put it up to your mouth, and you open the top, and all the beer runs out. Same principle. They were going to pop a hole in the top, pop a hole in the bottom, and all that flu was going to fall out. And through the explosion, they were they were hoping that would catch fire, and that chemical would burn off.
0: And then, is that what happened, or is or did yes. did it go? Yes, that's,
2: what they, that's what they did. The other option was to. Basically, try to go up to that car and get and hook something into the valve system, try to offload her, uh, the chemical. But there was so much. Uh, was good. good. Oh, it was a It was. They hit. They hit. It, it, it was a fender, it was a fender bender. <laughs> it was a fender bender. Okay. Um, so the other option was to get up there and, and and these cars were all mangled together. So to get in there and try to find the valve and uh, try to like get this chemical off the car. I don't know how they were going to do that. So um, the company that was working for the train, I don't know if they were subcontractors or actually working for the railroad. They said they've done this before, um, and th- they said they had two ways to do it. Both of them were bad, um, but they were concerned about the temperature raising of the chemicals. So we, 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 we got two
0: ways. We Both got, are shitty, but
1: we got two ways. So, so we blow yeah, off
2: it's kind of like voting for a bad poll two bad politicians, right? You know, bad. Which, which one are you going to pick this at least bad? <laughs> right. Fuck, I, got I, don't- two,
0: I got two bad options. Let's pick the least worst.
1: Yeah. That's how we oof. Okay. So we've got this train, we've popped the top on it. We've got this chemical everywhere. We've got this fire that's going, is it still burning right now?
2: No, no, it's, it's been, it burned out um, by Monday night.
1: Mm-hmm. So everything's down. Now we're seeing dead fish and animals everywhere in the, Air is polluted. Are you worried about the drinking water where you live at?
2: Uh, Where we're at, no. Um, Springfield's on a different water table than East Palestine. So um, that means that anything that seeps in the ground is not going to be at this end. But you got to remember something. Um, You had at least, uh, I want to say, at least 15 cars of toxic chemicals. And each rail car can hold up to 33,000 gallons. So now times that by 10 and, and you know, simple math is 300,000 gallons of the, of different product. Of course, you're going to get dead fish. Of course, you're going to have pollutions in the air. It's it, we're not denying that. Um, but when you have so much product being released, um, you're going to have this, these kind of problems like, um, People are saying that the, you can't drink the water in the crick. Well, you couldn't drink the water in the crick before the train explosion, right? Um, because because when you cricks, uh, your car leaks oil, and then when it rains, all the oil and the gasoline that we spill a little bit here, a little bit there, winds up in those little cricks, and they move their way down, down, downstream, down to the Ohio River. So here we just we have the same concept; it's just in larger quantity, quantities. Um, but the the train company is going to have to clean it up. That's that's the bottom line. I mean,
0: now so the, they've come out and they've said the water is okay to drink in East Palestine. If I was, if you lived there, would you gamble with that, or the, would
1: you? The guy who said that, they asked him to drink a glass, yeah. and he said no. One guy drank a <laughs> glass. I saw.
3: So, yeah. So I was. I don't that, know if there's any. Actually, it. there's three kinds of water. There's the municipal water which is off their well their deep wells then there's well water and then there's like just the ground water which the creeks and all that that's contaminated if you have a well a private well they're telling everybody to get it tested and to drink bottled water till you get it tested the municipal water that comes from the deep wells they're all tested safe at the, they're continuously testing but it's safe to drink but the mayor uh trent down there they all you uh the lieutenant governor on his Twitter or Facebook, they had a video. The fire chief, lieutenant governor, the Ohio EPA director, and him all went up to the tap. There was no special filtration system in the fire station there. And they got a glass tap water, and they all drank it because it what the tap water safe,
2: because it's coming from the, what, the municipal water.
1: I want to see Barack Obama go there and drink a glass of that well water is what I want to see. Then I'll be or, safe.
2: Or, or that Gretchen girl from Sweden or wherever
1: she's from. Yeah.
2: Yeah, where's she at too? Yeah, I'd say have,
1: have Michelle Obama come do it, but she might grow a penis, so we better skip on that.
0: <laughs> now, what so, about yeah. what about oh, the sorry. air? I mean, once they brought everybody back in, I mean, is the air okay to breathe? Because I would imagine with all this floating around in the atmosphere that
2: well, we have a, we have a saying in hazmat: is the solution to the pollution is dilution. OK, so on Earth, you have the two biggest diluters. You have the atmosphere and you have the oceans. OK, mm-hmm. um, so as this was burning off, yes, the, the closer you are to the center, the, the stronger the smell, the stronger the, the odors. Then as you as the, as it gets carried away by the wind, it gets dissipated and it eventually goes away. OK, uh, so the farther you live away, the, uh, uh, the better off you are, you know, but the fires are out. So there's no more air. You know, what I mean, um, there's no more like breathing issue. There shouldn't be. The only thing that there's left is the chemical that's in the ground um, that, you know, now if people would stir those chemicals up. Yeah, there could be a, a breathing issue again. But right now they're saturated in the ground. So they're being held there.
1: Well, we and our and our federal government hasn't stepped up with any kind of services, really, have they?
2: Last I heard. um, I thought DeWine made a a plea to the president and the president refused to sign off on the FEMA. Um, So I don't know if it's politics involved. I don't know. Yes. uh, If (laughs) I don't know if they want the train company to pay for everything. But I was telling Austin here, I said, it shouldn't really matter. Get the money where it needs to be. So we get it cleaned up and then you can always turn around and get the money off. The federal government can get the money off the train company.
1: Well, our federal government's too busy fucking going to Ukraine, wasting our money to help American citizens. What's going to happen is Donald J. Trump is going to get involved and go there. He's and coming then, there, isn't he? And He's that will change shit because— Has he been there yet? He's coming Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. On, on tomorrow then, the federal government is going to release funds to them to help because Trump got involved. Because there's some spineless bastards in Washington, D.C.,
2: Right. I I think that may be correct, but I'm not
1: 100%. Yeah, that's when it'll happen. And the same thing will happen when Trump goes to the border again. They'll shut it down again. When he starts getting involved... That heavy it's going to happen because the media, whether they like him or not, at least will report on what's going on. There's no reason why the United States government has not helped the good people of Palestine Ohio. Absolutely no reason at all they shouldn't do that. And if it's a money deal, that's the biggest bunch of shit in the world because they can always sue that gov- that train company. But the yeah, train, correct. But the I, train I company is owned by Warren Buffett and a bunch of other billionaires, and they're lying in their pocket on that. And that's why we're doing trains because pipelines are dangerous, they say. But
2: no, actually, actually, your your safest form of transporting toxic or uh, hazardous chemicals is pipelines. That's right. That's but, the safest. That's Ooh. exactly right.
1: But they don't want to do that. But right. you, you are a hundred percent correct. You said the magic words right there. Pipeline. But pipelines Pipeline. are the way to go.
2: <laughs> right, and the the, pro, the problem is train every trip. Every it started it started back with Rockefeller and oil that every train car that crosses goes over the track to get money uh yep so that that's why you do big business you
1: know now i was told and you can probably look it up i did not look it up i was busy this morning i was told there was a train in tennessee or oh. somewhere where they found some explosives on some um on some uh tracks philadelphia did, where was it at philly is in philly, philly. In philly
2: philadelphia. But,
1: they, yeah. but they did find that correct
2: Supposedly, they found I, something. I I did see an article on that, but I didn't read it in, in full. I just saw it roll briefly. So,
1: do you how, what caused this train derailment? Do they know? Is it just shitty old lines, or was it <laughs> malicious? Well,
2: um, I don't know about malicious, but they do they do have uh, ring. What's that ring camera? Yeah, uh, footage. Yeah, as far yeah. back as Alliance, Ohio, where one of the bearings on the on the wheels. Uh, on the car was overheating. You can see it sparking, and you can see some flame coming out of the wheel. Um, then when there was a the bearing failure, uh, that's what maybe caused the train to derail. But so, they have actual footage.
1: So it was just shoddy cars on the train track company, so they should be 100% liable for all of this.
2: Yes.
0: I, where does – but where does – So. Who who installed the rail lines?
1: Well, it might have been in Rockefeller, about to on some of them. But I that's, mean.
0: but yeah, this was right. on the this was on the
2: train, the train company owns the well, lines. From what there? from what I understand, that the only thing the train company owns is the tracks and the engines. The cars that uh, transport the product or services or goods or whatever you want to call it are leased. So if you're ABC and you want to transport like um, grain. You would, you would lease a grain car to put on the tracks, and they would take it. That's from my understanding. I'm not 100%. They're all owned by
1: the same people, but they just do it that way. So in case if something like this happens, they're only they're limited right. liability on all of this. I'm sure whoever Correct. owns uh, – which is the train company up there? It's not Burlington Northern. What is it?
3: Norfolk Southern. It's Nor- the train company. Norfolk
1: Southern. And I'm going to bet you, if you look, I bet you that uh, – the guy Berkshire Hathaway, a guy, Warren Buffett, I bet, owns that or part of it. But that's what they do. They, 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 they have other shell companies do this in case something like this happens. But the train tracks are put in by a train company, the, the, the train, Norfolk Southern, but the tracks the are tracks are yes. They own the tracks. They put them down when you like when they took all the train tracks up here, the tra- a rail right. company sold that. But what's happened is, is their infrastructure is bad. They showed some bridges yesterday and it'd be scary as shit to ride on a train across some of them. So they need to be fixed.
0: But that's what I'm saying. We haven't done anything to improve our infrastructure at all.
1: Well, no, we got the the guy with the the two dad lovers with the little babies, it's our secretary of transportation edge and he ain't going to do shit. And I mean, that's gay P, don't give two shits about nothing. And Norfolk
0: Southern, if you go to their thing, they've already got a, a resources for east the, for the East Palestine community. So. They're
1: probably going to do a GoFundMe and try to get us to pay for the shit. So yeah, the people there so. <clears throat> Have they been locked up in their house for the whole time?
3: So initially they were evacuated. There was that one mile evacuation zone just because if it did blevy, they were worried about, there's a video, I think it's in Livingston. Was it Livingston, Texas or where was that one? Yes, the eight- Livingston. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, uh, that train car went like a mile. So initially they evacuated everybody a mile. And I guess it was some people that decided they weren't going to leave their house no matter what they were told and, we're not, I'm not leaving my house, damn it. I don't care if there's a train off the tracks or not. So there was some still some people in there, but everybody was told to kind of stay back just as a safety precaution.
1: But everybody's back now. I mean, you're yeah, free to uh, travel
2: through town. The incident occurred on Friday night, and they were allowed back in their house on uh, Wednesday evening. Yeah.
1: What well, so. the, the crazy part is how hard it is to just be a good person. The people from Norfolk Southern should have told those people go to – 50 miles away and get the hotels, lease all the rooms up at the hotels and put those people up in the rooms instead of, you know, yeah. you get your rooms and we'll reimburse you later. Well, some people.
0: <laughs> the Vanguard afford- owns Norfolk Southern.
1: Okay. And Black Rock owns a bunch of shit too, I heard. But anyways, what happens is those people can't afford it. Not everybody's got a credit card with a $10,000 limit and it's open. A lot of people sure. live paycheck to paycheck. Those people I feel sorry for because they've, right, right. they've been put out. And there's no help. We have a house fire in our little town right here, and we're going to put people up in a hotel, whether it's someone in the a local citizen or our uh, Mysterious Alliance is going to do it. And it's just not that hard to be a good person. Is this the chief? Is this the chief sitting in now? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yes, sir. His nickname is Big Sexy. Big, Big
1: Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Andy played football with a black kid. That's what I used to call him, too. So. Yeah. Big sexy
0: <laughs> and I was white chocolate. So
1: <laughs> there you go. Okay. It's chief. Okay. Chief, I got a question for you. Do you think yes, the federal sir. government's going to pay you and get this all cleaned up? Or do you think we're going to have to go through all kinds of court back cases to get them to do the right thing?
4: Um, just from what you read and see, it's, it's hard to say. Um, you know how the government works. They're slow. Um, Everything I've dealt with them, uh, it'd be nice to see them do the right thing here, but it's hard to say. I mean, they've already put the rails in and they're running the trains on the dirt that never got
0: cleaned up. So, wow. So, they're not there. There's no way that they're going to clean this shit up.
1: Nope. All about that money from Norfolk Southern is going through there.
0: They're not good. There's no way. If they're already going back to business, like, there's no, they're not going to clean this the, shit up. The,
1: the people that are running them trains. Are the people in Washington, D.C., that's them same people. Them politicians up there are getting paid by these companies to keep that train line going. That's terrible. So the the, the government didn't go in and set up a food tents or anything for people, locals? They not
0: fucking been there.
1: I know. That's what I wanted him to tell me.
2: I, I, think, <laughs> cuss, I, I, I think the local people are the ones that, like, when we were first down in the command post— the food that was there for us was all provided by the local people, so they were local restaurants and local restaurants, local whatever.
4: families cooking and stuff. I mean, yeah. it's just the locals are taking better care of the, the place and than the government and everything like that. It's just it's a shame. I mean, but it's it's normal operating procedure this day and age with the. Government. Oh, it's a small rural community,
1: so they're just going to take care of themselves. Not enough votes down there to make a difference. That's exactly right. If this shit would have happened in the ghettos of Chicago, fuck, we'd lock down the whole place. We'd have
0: every resource available. Now, the, there's a video that I saw, and you know how the social media is uh, a fella in, I believe, Canada. They got a snow, it's melting, and I, he's he's blaming the uh, the rainbow color. That's left on the asphalt from this explosion in East Palestine. True or false?
2: Uh, I am not enough of an expert to, to pass judgment on, on that, but that seems kind of far fetched. But I, I'm not 100. percent
1: Have y'all had a hard south wind that would have pushed all the cla- <laughs> all that shit north?
2: Well, it, it was when, on the day of the burn. The wind was going uh, uh, southeast to east. But at nine o'clock in the evening, when while it was still burning, the, act, the wind actually shifted north, northwest, and northwest. Uh, yeah, and that kind of never, kind of never happens. That's very um, rare, and then we end up uh, smelling the uh, the burning uh, up in Mahoning County, and then the county north of us, uh, they were smelling it also. So, so
1: now, I want to get this straight real quick, just just so I can get this back. We yeah. talked about this a second ago. They have already running trains on the same ground without doing any fucking cleanup that the trains crashed on, right? The train line is yeah, open yeah, again. I
3: think the Ohio EPA sent them a letter about that, that they needed to clean the dirt up or something under the one track, if you look on the app. I'm pretty sure the Ohio EPA posted a letter.
4: I think it was 10 minutes after they gave the all clear for the residents to return to their homes, the first train went through town.
1: That is just. <laughs> do you remember the Times Beach, Missouri <laughs> shit? Do you you guys are older guys, same age as me. Do you remember Times Beach, Missouri? And they had uh they had something, chemical spill or something. And the whole fucking town's been has been done away with for twenty five years. It's just locked down a fence around it, and they just they left like Chernobyl. Three mile island. Yeah. But we've got a train with a bunch of shit in it, and we had to blow it up with explosives, I guess, and then we're gonna put a train on it within 10 minutes of it, open it up. And we wonder why nobody trusts our fucking federal government.
0: <laughs> but, okay. Pretty so, much
4: it in a nutshell there.
1: So
0: it, when it starts if all this stuff just lays where it is and then when it starts raining, are we just not gonna see just more contamination when that shit leaches into the ground?
2: Um but possibly. I'm like you said, I I'm not a chemist, I'm not an industrial hygienist, but uh if that chemical is still in there, yeah, you always have the potential of it keep going down and getting into the the water table, which uh like we talked about earlier about the wells. That, and obviously it's gonna go into the streams and uh continue to flow to the Ohio River. Um so that that could be continuing, you know, ongoing.
1: So
0: So the water's clean to drink now, but we're just gonna leave it sit there for six months and then when fall rolls around then it won't would be. you drink out of it? I trust the EPA Jeff.
1: You're a fucking fool. I <laughs> wouldn't drink out of that shit for nothing. <laughs>
0: Listen, didn't <laughs> didn't in the EPA the same organization that said that the air was okay down at uh, the World Trade Center when on nine eleven and go down there without a mask or some bullshit? Right, like didn't that? they say the air was good to breathe down there? So, well,
1: it's when I you're on Epstein's them. island, it's hard to tell the air in Ohio. Let me tell you the the, wow. f- <laughs> the four the four biggest stockholders in Norfolk Southern: Vanguard, BlackRock, SSGA, and JP Morgan. All the big lobbyist money that's getting all that fucking ten percent back from Ukraine, some companies right there. That's where those people are who we have. They have our best interest. I call bullshit on that. I'm betting you <laughs> that ten years yeah. from now, the good people in Ohio are in a lawsuit with Norfolk Southern, and they drop a case. They don't get a dime out of the deal.
2: Well, there's already there's already two lawsuits that already been started. One federally uh, is a class action, and the other one was started in a common police court uh, down in Columbiana.
0: What are they suing for?
2: I I don't know. I didn't read the brief or anything like that. Uh, I just know that they uh, filed, have filed a lawsuit.
0: <laughs> See, now that seems kind of early to me. No, like let's 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 make a third dick grow on our kneecap, and then we'll start a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you got a good point there. Well, like it hadn't even been a week.
2: Well, I, mean, I mean, the area has been flooded with uh, attorney advertisements. We have every attorney. Oh, Facebook, um, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> TV shows—they're all advertising. If you live in East Palestine, you know, um, free you know,
4: free luncheon and free free water, yeah, everything. Call
2: call, you know? call Wickham him and know how to do it. You call the three attorneys a law,
1: and they'll take care of you. It's like a fucking like we have a hailstorm here. All the roofing companies come to the small towns. Lots of signs. Yeah, same thing. Same thing.
2: When there's roof
1: damage, yeah. That's crazy. That's just absolutely. So the federal government, y'all's 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 governor. Yeah, you know he's a Republican. Is he very well liked right now, or is is his numbers pretty low? Is he is he a is he a deep state guy or a good guy?
2: Um.
1: That's a, <laughs> I got you. I got you now. I understand what you're dealing with here.
4: Depends on what the, depends on what the narrative is. Well, he you know, said, when it was lock him down COVID, then, you know, locked us down and now, you know, now he's into this and it's just, uh, you know, that was a, a high Republican area down there. And, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how far he's going to take it and how far they, uh, how long they stand behind the first responders and what they're going to do for us. Cause, you know, we're down there thinking we're kicking ass and putting fires out and saving these businesses. And here we start reading what the hell this shit is that we're fighting fires on. And an hour into the incident, they didn't give a rat's ass what blew up. Five hours later, they want us to drop our hoses and leave.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of scary.
0: What kind of why why did they want you to drop your hose and leave? Dangerous
4: because if if one of those tanks blevied it would uh, you know, it would have killed almost three hundred firemen.
0: So so, explain that to me because that's something that I don't understand. When I mean, did they just trying to who? When did, when they knew that this that there was this chemical, these chemicals that were in it, and they knew that that was a possibility. So why did it take five hours for them to be like, no, pull back? Had the fire just gotten out of hand?
4: No, I think we were actually, I think we were gaining on it. uh, You know, because we put a, uh, I was on the north side of the tracks and my assistant chief was on the south side of the tracks at that uh, one business there, uh, Cermaphab, and uh, we actually put out one of the rail cars that had plastic pellets It was a hopper car with plastic pellets in it. And, you know, we put the fire out. And here I talked to one of the insurance agents, you know, the company that insured that building. And, you know, he was kind of impressed. He's like, that building's still standing. And he says the company's kind of impressed, too, that that building's still there. And I says, well, our department was in charge of, you know, protecting that building. And, you know, we're kind of proud of it. But you look back at it. You know, the buildings are replaceable, but the shit that we was in,
0: mm-hmm.
4: you know, I don't I don't think the we're we're gonna see the full side effects of it or the full full effects of it on the county and the personnel and the you know the people of East Palestine. You know, I feel for them. You we was we only down there for what, six hours and then we left, but they gotta live with it. Where are they gonna go?
0: Are you wearing oxygen tanks the whole time that you're down there or are you just breathing that if air? You're-
4: you was in the uh you know fighting fire and you was out there on the front you had your tanks on but if you're in the back like not in the smoke but you i mean you're still in the hot zone but you're
3: not i mean i was pumping i didn't have a tank on but i was probably what 100 yards if that yeah but i was I, upwind from it so the wind was blowing the wind was to my back one away from me but still you always we kind of kept our tanks close in case the wind changed and you
4: know, I was on the north side there and I wasn't fighting the fire, but I wasn't in the smoke or anything, but you still had that odor, oh, yeah. the, the smell smoke. of it that you were smelling. I mean, it wasn't you know, it wasn't <laughs> clean <laughs> clean Columbiana County air. And I mean, it you can definitely tell something was burning
1: yeah if you can smell it, it's the same with them fucking mask. If you can fart and smell it through the mask, that mask ain't working. The government was making you wear, so it's the same shit <laughs> ninety nine five yeah how far are y'all from Bedford, Ohio?
2: Bedford that's up by uh Cleveland they, uh, they, just,
1: they just had a massive explosion at a metal factory there. yeah, what? I seen that, Is that a
3: no better. There was one at Warren. The other. The, oh, that was. Oh, that a, was. A, this that was this a, is today. Yeah. This is just yeah. just an hour yeah.
1: just an hour ago with mass casualties. they say. Oh jeez, that's not the good. Fuck is going on in I, Ohio? I'm telling you, what's going on is we blew up the fucking Nordstrom pipeline, and the fucking Russians are blowing up our shit little by little around here, and our wow. government's too fucking stupid to tell us. <laughs> Do you think that they made hey, that bearing go out on hey, that train train no, on the we're train?
2: When all the vodka is off the shelf. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. exactly yeah. right.
1: I'm, t- you know what? You think far they made fetched- the hold go on, out. hold on. I just was speaking out of turn on that. You are, but, but how far fetched is it to think our government blew up the Russian pipeline, and all of a sudden we're having shit like this I going on? It was time. Germany's? No, Germ- it, it was it was the Nordstrom pipeline. But our divers dove down and put explosives and blew that motherfucker up. Now we got we got shit blowing up all over our country right now, which normally happens. I mean, we have stuff happen. Train derailment's not that unusual, and it sounds like this was at fault of the. You know, the money launderers that out of New York that own this shit and they were cheapies and didn't get shit fixed. But these people in Ohio are paying for this shit. And our government's not gonna stand behind it. Why is the Fed why has our mainstream media not really covered it? Because they're telling them not to. How many times is how many times have you been on Fox News in the last ten days?
2: Uh, I've been on once.
1: <laughs> how Sarah,
2: Sarah Carter interviewed me.
1: But but how many times have you had them here? Like normally would this not be something that would be all kinds of media attention the whole time. They'd be there the well, whole
4: the time. Problem, the problem is is we didn't vote we didn't vote for uh, you know
1: Dumbass Facebook.
4: blue. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly
0: right.
1: If this, this was a
4: Trump this was a Trump state, and I'm gonna tell you right now, he's coming Wednesday. That, that- <laughs> we we
0: talked we talked about that before you got here. That's they'll you'll see shit change on Tuesday. Yep, they're because gonna, they're going to try to stay ahead of
1: Trump. And they can't yeah. do it. But but if this would have happened in Los Angeles, California, and that dumbass Gavin is a deal, we'd be pumping fucking money in there the next day. Within an hour, they'd be having shit set up. And people in no. America have got to finally stand up and get sick of this shit. We need to run every one of them bastards in Washington, D.C. out and replace them with real Americans.
4: And the problem with Ohio is uh, East Palestine is, is one of the three C's. Cincinnati, Cleveland, or Columbus. That's where our money goes.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So
4: until that changes, then, you know, yeah, the the governor, he can change
2: some of that stuff in the lobbyists, but we're not big enough. Now, just to to add something to that, um, Mahoney County Hazmat team, we're volunteer. Um, We're all volunteer. And we're, like, probably the fourth or fifth uh, largest city in the state and we're a volunteer hazmat team we now have one person full-time and that's what breaks your heart when you got stuff like this and i been mean, this is this is not my first tra- trained derailment um obviously this is the worst yeah. <laughs> um but i've been on other train derailments and and i'm by myself the last one uh because it happened during the day all my guys work so what am i supposed to do i mean here we have a Mahoning County, uh, the county itself has a population of over 250,000 people. We have major industry, major interstates, ma- major train routes. and I got a volunteer hazmat team.
1: The government it, don't want to spend that
0: money. They just not not the funds aren't there to get anybody full time.
2: And they I don't, don't want to release the funds. That's yeah. part of part of the I think problem is they don't. And want I don't
4: that. know if they talk to you guys about communications, radio communications. Well,
3: that's a big one. But
4: uh i know there's a letter going to the governor and just to address it um not one like there was like four different operations going there where there was four different major scenes fighting fire and like there wasn't one like common grounds of communications and that's where 9-11 was supposed to fix all that stuff. The government was going to, you know, they, they still haven't got it right from then. And we still can't communicate with each other. And there's so many different forms of communication in the state of Ohio. You know, we had VHF, UHF, 800 megahertz, Mark system. You know, it was all on there. And yeah. now and the only thing you can do is there's departments that can't afford to pay for this stuff. And you, you think they'd step in and help us out. But it's, you know, the same old thing.
0: So, so everybody's got a different radio frequency. Is that where we're getting at? So there's no way to communicate with the town over to see what, how that's going yeah, on? Like,
4: like if we, if like we went in there and like we have VHF, so we'd have to switch to like East Palestine's VHF frequency. But the problem is, is we have mutual aid departments coming in that were on 800 megahertz frequency, which is digital or... They come in and they were on the marks frequency, which that's the state of Ohio's claim to fame. It's a state nation or a statewide radio frequency that everybody can use. But unless you fork over the money for it, you're not going to get it. And the thing is, is there was a marks tower in East Palestine, but it's only there to support the state of patrol. It ain't there to
1: support anybody else. That's that's crazy. So who was the. Who's the response? Who's district was it in? Was it? Are you the chief of the district that it happened in?
4: No, uh, Chief Draben <laughs> from East Palestine is the chief of of East Palestine.
1: So is he the uh, the? I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for. It. The department, the, in, commander? the what? He would he would have been the incident
4: commander. Yes, but that's what was I was out looking out for. Of, he was out of town at the time of the accident, and he didn't make it back into what was it two thirty or three in the morning.
1: So who was the incident commander for the whole thing and he took charge of everything, right?
4: Yeah, his name
1: was uh Rick Rick Gorby. He's the assistant chief. Do y'all have a state fire department in Ohio? No. No. Who was who was the incident commander for the whole thing then? The the one chief when he got there?
3: Yeah. So Ohio's law is written that the fire chief is the incident commander. So like he's over that's what nobody understands is like the ORC states.
2: That he's in charge solely, even though something like this is the fire chief's full responsibility. It's the fire code, chapter 3333.33.
1: Damn, 3333.33. Three three. Surely he's not. <laughs> a, are you really serious, Rain be Man? Be serious. Are you fucking uh, you're with us? <laughs>
2: no, I'm that serious. That's, that's where you'll find it in the but, fire code. Like, the fire
4: chief, like, on any <laughs> anything that the fire department's involved in, the fire chief is the supreme being.
1: Right. That's leader, <laughs>
4: leader until until he leaves that scene and turns it over like he trumps the state Iowa patrol. He trumps the sheriff's department. He trumps the local police department. He trumps everybody.
1: Even your county but, judge.
2: Oh, yeah. Even a county judge. Yeah. See,
1: In Texas, it's different on that deal. So county,
0: county judge that big dick down here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So that's right. We, we do. We're still Wild West out here, baby.
1: So when, when he was there, all the other fire departments, he would coordinate with their chiefs that were on scene.
4: Yeah, and that's the problem we had is um, radio communications between each group. Like, you had to find a guy that had that radio and, and coordinate with him. Like, I was on um, our radio communicating with my assistant chief, which we are on both sides of the tracks, And we have a channel in there. It's called uh, State Mutual Aid Channel. We flip to that, and it's basically line of sight. So I wasn't in communications with my dispatch center. We was just in communications with each other.
1: Right. So did the federal government ever show up with someone like, "Hey, I'm with so and so," and
0: I'm with federal government. Like a crime here to help. Like
1: if a plane crashes, the FBI comes in and takes over the National Transportation Board. So nobody from the federal government come in that. Take charge or anything?
2: No, they can't unless um it's still fall unless the president signs a declaration of emergency. Okay. And that's when the feds get involved, but I, I believe the declaration was never signed.
1: Well, no, because so, he would have had to pay money.
2: Right. <laughs> so um yeah, as far as I know, I mean uh,
1: It's a shame in twenty twenty three that we have things like this happen and our government is not there to help support the people.
0: Well, but what the the thing that I can't wrap my head around is that we don't have this a uh, a very good communication system.
1: That shocks me. That too. when some,
0: we're twenty twenty three, like we should be able to. Fuck, if so we
1: can Facetime we, each other. Yeah,
0: like every there there yeah. should be there should be no miscommunication or no lack of communication. Like with all the technology that we got out there, are you kidding me? Like different now, different fire departments can't communicate to one another.
2: Now on Monday. The day of the uh controlled burn the state of ohio was there with the marks radios and they were actually issuing issuing out uh, marks radios to everybody who wanted one but it didn't take that took until monday when the, everything happened on friday night
1: so yeah so y'all we, just you we, can, we can, like i have we right can, go ahead
4: we can switch to the mark system you know if we want to switch to the mark system um but we, and we did get a big FEMA grant where we got these new uh, $6,000 radios at a reduced rate and stuff. But now we have to pay a monthly fee because we're going to the – they call it the COG. It's Council of Governments. It's the 800 digital. We're going to switch to that. But our radios have the capability going 800 digital or we can flip them back to VHF. But um, Or we could have went to the Mark system. But our problem with the Mark system in our township is we don't have the coverage and we don't have the reception. So, you know, you don't want to go backwards. You want to go forward. Right. And um, the County also looked at switching the whole County over to the Mark system. Uh, But the Mark's, the Mark's radio system said, yeah, yeah, it looks good. You know, long story short, they had a couple meetings and everything they thought was going good. And then, the state of Ohio, which is marks, they come back and said, "Well, if you give us four million dollars to upgrade your system, um, we'll take you on yeah. after you give us the four million dollars."
1: Right. Yeah, and that means out you of wait. The
4: county, out of the county's coffers and everything else, and then on top of that, you still pay on the radio. You still pay a monthly
2: service fee.
1: That's crazy. We are in Hooterville. We do things a little bit different here. No, we, no, we no.
2: yeah, I just found out today that. Supposedly Dewine waived the fees like, on Mark's radios? Yeah, a couple months ago, I think. Oh
1: really? Yeah. So we have to look into that. We you went got to We went from digital we went from analog to digital now, which means Correct. everybody at home can't listen on their scanners like they used to. But our radios yeah. suck now compared to what they used to be. Whenever, How do you listen? I've got a digital radio. Oh. But but the judge. We, yeah.
0: <laughs> He's a judge. 40. Yeah.
2: You you can't you can't you can scan it. You'd have to get one of those cell phone scanners because it's on the same eight hundred is the same frequency as cell phones. Uh but like we run it uh encryption. So therefore you would have to have the actual radio to to hear. But if you didn't have encryption, you should be able to hear it.
1: But but uh, the point is is we're making things harder on ourselves. Back in nineteen sixty five, they could everybody could talk to each other on the same fucking radio frequency. And I don't pretty much. Yeah. And I just we keep going backwards. Went back when I first moved to Knox City 30 years ago, you could buy a scanner at Radio Shack for $70. You could listen to everything yep. going on, but shit, everybody yep. knew what was going on. But our three undercover cop cases that we have every 10 years here, we were just afraid a drugie might find out where a cop is. So we went to all this expensive shit that don't work. <laughs> common, and
0: cut down on our entertainment as yeah. on Friday and Saturday nights because that's what we would do. We'd sit around listening to the fucking scanner.
1: Common sense gone. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, common sense has definitely gone out the window. and it's just everything costs more and more, and, and it's getting worse <laughs> and worse. And the thing is, is now you know with these radios, you know they talk about you know in fire department line of duty death communication, all this other stuff. Now we're going to a scene with our radios, and we're going to be like, okay, does this department have VHF or do they have digital? Well, okay, they have VHF, so let's switch our digitals to VHF, and. What happens when that one guy doesn't switch, and we leave him somewhere? Yeah. And the thing is, is it's it. Would you think it'd be so easy to just make it common? But you know, Motorola's pretty much got the front seat yeah, to all this stuff. One. So <laughs> everything's Motorola. It's I don't know. It's everything just ridiculous anymore, and it's just, it just ain't. No wonder nobody wants to do this job anymore.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the scary part. Is that you know there's not a big line anymore at the academy for anything. Fire department, police department, uh, teachers union. You know all these critical jobs that we need to keep America running. Nobody wants to do it anymore. No, we. I mean, there's schools in the metroplex, Dallas, Fort Worth. There's schools that are running on. Uh, they're they're 200 teachers short. That's not going to change anytime soon, especially with the way the pensions and shit are working in Texas now.
1: And I mean, I can't, I can't
0: imagine what fire departments are faced with.
1: I just, I can't wrap my fingers around the fact that six, six different fire departments in one County can't come together with a damn radio system that would work for everyone. That blows my mind. That just, to me, that just would be a real simple system. Go to channel three, but
4: yeah, the problem now is is now we got like the east side of our county is gonna be on like the eight hundred system, the west side's gonna be on the mark system. So it's like and and you're you and this is a problem with the government. They left it happen. You know, they they in in reality they're in charge of it because it's you know the county's nine one one system. They left it happen. It's not that the firemen, you know. We all want to work together, but you got departments that are budget constraints and they're trying to make what works for them the best. And then you got these departments that are, you know, decent and it just, yeah, it just, uh, the, the county chiefs meetings are interesting. Some nights,
1: That, that, <laughs> that you know, what you said is exactly right. I hadn't thought about that. If you call nine one one, you ought to be able to call nine one one. Someone to be able to page an ambulance out and it ought to be able to come immediately. It shouldn't be that big a fucking problem on getting them over a radio. So I'm oh, assuming yeah. you're having the same issues with your ambulance that you are with your fire department. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. out
4: of the 88 counties in Mahoney County, you probably got the most entertaining one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming the ambulance deals another story on itself.
2: Yeah, we have to do another podcast on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was about to say it depends.
3: Which, depends where where you're at is how good your aim, how good your ambulance is
1: going to be. That's yeah. crazy, you know. That's fucking scary. It's like when you go to Mexico. I told my Mexico may or may least, not come. You know, at least in America, you can call nine one one. Sometimes you're going to get help, unless you're in Ohio. Unless you're in Ohio, and then it's just we, every yeah, for himself. Have,
2: we had Youngstown police officers put people in their cruisers, take them to the hospital. Youngstown fire was driving guys. Yeah, fire Youngstown trucks. fires. They were driving them in their fire trucks to get them to the hospital
1: because the ambulance wasn't coming. That's uh, that's scary.
0: Did so yeah. one thing I haven't seen about all this. Did anybody get hurt, or was there any uh, casualties in this train derailment? No. no, no. It's all, it's all no, gonna no. be five years from now when all the yeah. Shit when we, grow,
2: when we, when we the, grow a third testicle, we'll uh, let <laughs> <laughs> right. you that, know. Right,
0: that's that's when we'll know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Until that time, like it's it's anybody's guess. Is that a woman, or is that Michelle Obama? <laughs> they were there. the train. <laughs> <laughs> but so, how? Best guess, like, how far did this shit have to like blow before it was no longer uh, detrimental to your health? Uh, I don't quite like
2: what like, you're when, like when like the, when all, all this
0: shit was blowing.
2: It off. Well, are you talking about Monday when they burned all the chemical? Had the other control burn, or are you talking yes. about the initial incident? Okay. Um, Either. Well, well, yeah. So, I mean, the product was there, the fire was going out. I mean, we still had fire burning all weekend, yeah. just smaller amounts of it. So there was always, you know, the, the chemical, the, the, the burning, the decomposition of the chemical going into the atmosphere um, all weekend. But it just got reduced after the main um, attack on the fire. Um, and then when you had the controlled burn, I mean, you, you put a lot of crap in the atmosphere. Um, real quick. Real quick. And it, Got carried and got dissipated, you know. Um, I don't think you can really say how far, though. No, Trumbull County County was smelling it. So you're looking at what, 30 miles maybe? Yeah, uh, plus. They weren't getting anything on the meter. So, yeah. But they can smell it. Remember, your your, your senses can smell a lot. Um, You're not actually smelling the chemical because the chemical was in decomposition from the fire. So you're smelling like kind of like burning leaves. Yeah, you smell the smoke. Yeah, you smell the smoke you could be a, a little ways away and you can smell it, but it doesn't mean it's, it's harmful to you. You're just smelling like the decomposition of the, of the leaves. Right. So I don't know. That makes so, sense. so
0: it's, it, it's, and it's really kind of hard to tell like where it would be detrimental to you, where a line was just because you smell, it doesn't necessarily mean that it was right. affecting your body.
2: Right. It, it basically goes by how close you were. Cause when you deal with toxicology in the human body, it's the amount of the exposure or the amount of chemical versus the mass of the body. So obviously the smaller you are, um, little the chemical guys are, are dropping like yeah, five. little skinny guys are dropping like five bigger guys, you need more of the chemical. Yeah. So it's it's basically the closer you are. It's good to be fat. It's good to be fat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's good to have some extra body weight. So what does yeah. your job look like? It's Friday night, like you said, you're you're an old fart and you were getting ready to get tucked into bed, and then mm-hmm. tones go That's off. True. Like are we like what do you was, do whenever you? I was you-
4: actually I was out putting wood in the uh, wood burner, and the tones went off. How oh, dare you! You're putting carbons yeah. in our yeah. House I was here. I was filling. <laughs> it. If it's not if it's not
0: one thing it's another. We got this train derailment. Yeah. And you're burning fucking wood, so like we're screwed.
4: Up. <laughs> the <environment. laughs> uh and the tones went off. So uh, my youngest, Colton, he shot he out of the house
3: down there with us the shoot her
4: to the. Uh, station up here in new springfield and i I went to the main station where my command car is and uh basically the trucks were filling up the stations and engine 23 and tanker 23 went route and my assistant was on engine 23 and he said we'll just hold uh the other stations up until we figure out what we really got and you know you can
3: see the glow in the sky from the station here in New Springfield. I'll text you, Andy, once we get off. I have a couple photos I can text you from our house, like seven miles away of the glow.
0: And just the glow that was in the glowing right there? Yeah. So,
4: and then, you know, I got to the station and he went down there and he said, you know, have uh, the tower respond. And some personnel weren't real familiar, so I took them down. They followed me down in the command car. And, uh, we got there and it was just like, uh, it's like, holy shit, this is real. And,
1: uh, it was,
4: it was, uh, it was, it was impressive and the the shit exploding and, uh, burning off. And it's just like, uh, yeah, if we put this out, we're, we're the shit, but.
1: (laughs) Where was the engineer at or the train? (laughs)
2: <laughs> you no, know, hold on, hold on. That is a, that's a good question, and I'm going to explain what you, what this individual did. Um, so what happened is uh, once the train derailed, uh, they got out of the train, they went back as far as they could, and they uncoupled the car. And he took the train, the, the remaining cars, and he took them away. And he went to a, some I don't know what rail yard and parked his train there with the rest of the cars. And, and, and no one's talking about this story. even I even told a uh, uh, Fox News and he didn't put a, a beep on, the, on on the news. The thing about this is car number two was liquid propane. Oh, shit. And if that was involved in that fire, we wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. but but I mean, whether you're gonna blame the, 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 the engineer or not, I don't know. but that guy did it, I mean, I don't know if that's policy. But he did a hell of. I didn't know if I don't even know if he knew number car number two was liquid propane, but he disconnected and he took the rest of the cars. We would have had a bigger
1: issue if that liquid propane was involved in that fire. Yeah, he done a hell of a job. Big balls on Cowtown, right there by that guy for sure.
0: And it might not even been big balls. It might have just been I don't know what's in here, but I. Might
1: I'll bet I'll bet you an engineer knows what's on his train. You think? Yeah. I bet the engineer knew what was on his train.
2: Yeah, they, they have a constant. Uh, you know, um, it's a printout of every car in, in, in exact order that's on the on the train. So, I mean, he would know. And in fact, the uh, hazardous materials are printed in red, um, and the rest of the non-hazards are
1: printed in black. Yeah, that was Blacking. a good good job on his part. Then, what so what the, do you think the blast
0: radius would have been like if, uh, if, if oh, all it, of this it, would have worst case it, scenario? It, it, it,
2: it probably would have definitely leveled some buildings, and if uh, any firefighters that were around, they'd probably been killed.
3: I think they said initially, just the vinyl floor, it was 500 yards in all directions. Yeah. They were worried about leveling.
2: Yeah, and that's 500 yards. You look, you're looking at probably a liquid propane. You're looking at about a half a mile of devastation. No, no, no. That's what I meant with the liquid propane. Yeah. A half a mile. Probably, probably, yeah. probably at least a half a mile, if not more. half the town, basically. Holy <laughs> shit! But the,
4: the problem is, is if the liquid propane would have went off. Then all your vinyl chloride cars would have went off too because the concussion and the blast—it just would have been a simultaneously effect on everything in that row.
0: Holy shit! How many yeah, other it, How many other of these? Uh, how many other train cars of chemicals were there?
2: Um, there was twenty something altogether. I think fifteen were involved in the derailment because it was like when a train derails, then there was 149 cars. You're good. There was, 100, was 149 cars on this train, and um, car number two had a hazard, and then towards the end. But trains never – not the whole train ever derails. It's always the front end, the middle end, or the rear end. Mm-hmm. So in this case, it was the middle of the of the car. So there was some uh, uh, hazards still on the tail end that never were involved in the wreckage. So I think there was like about 15 cars, and that's off the top of my head, uh, that were involved in actual derailment and burn.
0: Right, and then if the liquid propane gets involved, it's just going to set off a chain reaction down the whole. Oh, line. oh, it would
2: have been it would have been ten ten to hundred times worse if that car was involved.
0: Jesus Christ, and, I, and, I did and, not know and, that. And like you said, yeah, that's,
2: and, and Listen, I, I told Fox News, and it doesn't even make the it doesn't even make the evening show. You know, it's because we um, don't yeah, have, we have, we have, have any
1: real journalists. journalists, except for you and me, yeah. Jeff. That's right. We're real journalists. <laughs> we're asking questions. Everybody else, we're asking it'll things be people inter- want to know,
0: and it'll be in the interview. Right. I'm not taking anything right. out,
2: but they'll keep putting a guy on, on, on TV that calls himself a hazmat specialist, and he wants to sit there and say we chemically nuked a, a, a town, and that's completely scaring people because nuclear and chemical are two different things. <laughs> but he wrapped the two together and he made it like sound like we're all going to die. It's the apocalypse. Nuclear radiation is totally different than chemical. Nuclear radiation is like Dr- Chernobyl, which you'll never recover. <clears throat> Right. I mean, it'll take a a, a thousand, a hundred thousand years. Chemical, we can recover from. It, it, it part of the cleanup process, and obviously the breaking down of the chemical over time. But you're you're going to recover.
0: So is that what they're saying? They got these hazmat specialists on that are telling everybody we effectively yeah. chemically nuked a town.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. He calls himself a hazmat specialist or expert, but he's he's like like me. I'm not a chemist. I'm not an industrial hygienist. I'm a first responder. And my, my expertise or my knowledge is with the HAZMAT team, and I try to mitigate mitigate the scene. I, I don't solve problems. I don't – I couldn't tell you the chemical compounds of a lot of things, but I, I kind of know how to deal with a chemical when it's on fire or if it's leaking.
0: Right. And what is, the, what is a specialist? He kind of knows
2: – A specialist a scares- would be like <coughs> – if I, There's a school uh, – the federal government puts on a radiological school – uh it's a week long and you go there you have to have a scientific calculator and you do a lot of math equations if i would have went to that school and after a week i would and i, I graduated or got a certificate i can call myself a specialist in radiation or if i if i went and studied vinyl chloride for two weeks with a certificate i come back I, i'm a specialist in vinyl chloride mm-hmm. and that's what a specialist someone who has specific knowledge or um that works with that chemical or that product or that condition. And, and we can give them that title specialist, but there's no, there's no certification. There's no degree. There's no test you can take to become a specialist. You can just sit there and say, I'm a specialist.
4: Each paper does name on right. it.
2: And that's what makes me mad. They keep blasting this guy and he, they, first he went for specialist. Now he's a hazmat expert. How's he an expert? I, I don't get it. He had the same training in the state of Ohio as I do.
0: Right.
1: He's getting paid. So-
0: but why is, do do we, do you have a guess as to why he is kind of propagating this fear? Well, he, that makes media. It means he's trying to get famous, and
2: I'll, I'll say I'll say two two words: tree hugger. Oh, really? Gotcha. Oh, well, that makes <laughs> sense.
1: Let me let me backtrack a little bit. I talked earlier. I said something about Times Beach, Missouri. That right there was a chemical that they paid a guy to spray their roads with, and it was a, a some kind of dioxin. And it started killing people, and they shut the whole down, town down and incorporated and fenced the whole thing up. And it's-
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, there, I mean, there are going to be chemicals that, like, like PCBs that you find in electrical transformers. Yes, that's a that's an oil that does not break down. You can't even like send that off to some processing plant to, to neutralize it. That PCB does not break down. It basically goes in some kind of special landfill when stuff happens. So when we get a, a transformer knocked over and there's PCB, it's a big deal. Uh, there, yeah, there are chemicals that will not break down, but in this case, everything we have here is basically flammable and it does have toxicity to it. So that eventually will eventually break down. These are all hydrocarbon based products, yeah. uh, except for the, well, the vinyl chloride has, yeah, it has carbon, it has hydrogen, it has the chlorine molecule.
1: So these will break down over time. Are are there dead animals all around this site? Do you see dead squirrels <laughs> and is it, or is this just to, well, are we here in media well, yet?
2: Here, here's a funny thing. I mean, the um,
3: Canadian geese were flying over, so they went right back. There was
2: the story made national news about an individual in North Lima that said her chickens died. I saw that. Uh, but right across the street, within 100 yards of her house, is a hardware store across the mill, John.
3: Yeah.
2: He has like 30 chickens, sheep, and goats, and all kinds of stuff, and not one of his chickens or sheep or anything died. One of our
3: ducks and chickens
2: dead so uh yeah you're gonna see if you go down to the creek you was you would have saw dead fish and they did clean it out and that's gonna be that's understandable because when this stuff gets into the water it's gonna kill aqua life um aquatics and you know so yeah you're gonna see that but as far as chickens dying in north lima six of them when you have a Hundred yards away, you have a guy that owns thirty of them, thirty to fifty of them, and none of his chickens died. So I I have to be a little
1: skeptical. Do you do you think that by midsummer this will everything will be okay, or do you think this is going to be a lot of long term effects?
2: No, I'm
4: thinking it's going to be a, a look little drug out a little bit, but it's it's just I think it's just a matter of you know cleanup and what what they're. I don't think nobody's got real good answers yet on the cleanup. Sounds That's
1: to the me sounds, sounds to me like the trains they they that track is very busy and they don't want to shut that track down cuz it seems to me that that half a mile section right there they should go in there and wipe all that out and put all new dirt and take all What the would the out.
0: cleanup look like on this project?
1: Huge. Huge. I mean
2: you oh. you, you would have to you would have to um dig up all the soil yeah. and you'd have to test the soil make sure you go down deep enough to get everything. Yeah. So you have to start at ground zero. Okay. And that's where the cleanup starts. And then you work your way out because now you have all this product going downstream. So now once you clean up ground zero, then you start making your way down the stream and that, that whole river or creek bed needs to be dredged. And then when you start getting into the Ohio river, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I it's um, they're saying it they made it to Ohio river already. And, and obviously I don't know what they're going to do with that. Uh, that would be up to the EPA and stuff, but um, but you got to start at ground zero, you know. But
0: but it, the longer that this drags on, wouldn't that contamination get deeper into the soil and deeper into the streams in Ohio River?
2: It, it, potentially, yes. So,
0: I mean, we could, by delaying any cleanup effort, we could be magnifying the problem.
1: I don't think you're going to stop it from going down the Ohio River. I don't think there's any no, way do No, but there that.
0: would be a wet, there would be a, a, the stopping point would be much closer to ground zero rather than it being right. spread out more. I, I think you're being going to, Be more localized. I think
1: if, if they're going to do much of a cleanup, I think you're going to see that uh, railroad company file bankruptcy. You'll know then that they've got a really expensive track holder and they'll file bankruptcy to limit their,
0: but I just don't know how, if they're not starting cleanup immediately, how they ever plan to do it, because it's just going to spread the, the one, too much. The
2: one good the one good thing about this area is we have a lot of clay in the soil. Mm-hmm. So that prevents a lot of stuff seeping way down deep. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so that's one thing good. But like I said, I, you would have to talk to a soil expert. And uh, I mean, I'm just I'm just giving a guess here. Uh, definitely not a soil expert. You'd have to talk to somebody about that as far as long-term and what they need to do.
0: It sounds, I I don't know. It sounds like there's still, there's just, it's just fucking anybody's guess at this point.
2: Right. I mean, you're looking at, like you said before, over 300,000 gallons of product that was released. I mean, either by fire or spilled onto the ground.
4: When when I got down there, met up with the guys, uh, Steve and Jared, which they were on the tanker on the north side of the track, fighting a fire over there. Um, the amount of liquid product that was running back west on the tracks was just impressive.
2: I mean, it was a river of liquid. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was coming right at us. And it was actually, it was a drainage ditch on the north side of the tracks. That was completely full. And then in between the two tracks was completely full product. And uh, actually went underneath the underneath the street into the pipe, came up the other side and was catching a building on fire. And that's where me and Jared uh, did our operations. And Jared was able to successfully put out the fire on the building. And we stopped the product from burning any f- farther than that point. But, I mean, Jared walked through the product and his heel of his fire boot came off. What? So, Yes.
0: Melted off. Yeah, it came
2: off. Well, like, and that melted it like attacks like, the glue. Like yeah. yeah. Oh, it attacks it, it, it attacks yeah. the
0: adhesive. Yeah,
2: yeah. and the, and the heel came off and it was flopping around like a like a sandal. Yeah. <laughs> he had a rough time walking the rest <laughs> of the <road. laughs> and, and his gear and his gear got discolored um because of the heat. Because the heat it's rated at four hundred fifty degrees and it was hotter than four hundred fifty degrees, so it discolored his turnout gear.
1: I just read a deal that said that in a chemical spill on clay soil. That you need to take out at least six to 12 inches of topsoil. Then you take all that out and then put lime and charcoal on top of that. So can you imagine the amount of money to take off 12 inches of soil for everything there?
4: Well, it's just shutting that rail down, shutting that rail down to do it. How many millions of dollars are going to lose a day just just to do
1: it? Yeah. That's why they're not, that's why they're not going to do it.
4: Yeah. I mean, they were telling us how much they were losing, losing a day just by, Not being able to use the two rails. I mean, a million dollars a day. I, I think by Sunday, they already had thousands of tons of stone lined up in between the tracks to the west and east of that problem where the tracks were. And then they already had the rails and ties. They were starting to assemble them because they were just waiting for the go ahead. So they can put those rails in operation, and the one the one rail is an Amtrak rail, and at 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. Amtrak would come through there. So it shut Amtrak and Norfolk Southern down.
1: Do you feel like the um, people at Norfolk Southern had more of a communication with the federal government than the than y'all did?
2: (laughs) Well, (laughs) I don't think there was any. Well, because on Monday I I was in the command center the whole time. And I don't I don't know. I, I think there was more communication between the rail company and the state of Ohio than there was. The, I, didn't, I mean, other than NTSB uh, being down there and the US EPA um, at the time, I didn't think there was any other federal unless they, well, unless they were hiding out somewhere. I didn't know they were there, but Pistol Peak wasn't around. No. So, yeah, it was it was more communication between the rail line and the state of Ohio than I think the federal government.
1: Do you think that the Norfolk had more communication with the state than y'all did? Do you think they had open channels to them more?
2: I think when DeWine stepped in,
4: I think he, um, DeWine, I think, did some yelling. I, I, I think the little guy was pissed. <laughs>
1: how, how is a governor of a, of a state? That's not the first thing on your plate. Hey. We had a train derailment with a bunch of people being affected in my state. I'm going to go see what I can do to help them. I don't understand how that's not the first thought process these politicians have. Uh,
4: Yeah, it's taken a while for some of them to get down there
2: the way I feel. Well, I mean, you figure it, 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 not that this is an excuse, but it was a Friday night, so all weekend. You know, uh, they don't go to office until Monday, so that's when start things start to happen on Monday.
1: It's still it's bullshit. You got a phone, call someone up. Someone at the state of Ohio should have called and said, "Hey, we need the governor to take care of this shit on Friday night, Jeff, or at they, least Saturday they morning."
0: Fucking plans, Jeff. It happened Friday night. I'm sure they were all coked up and
1: probably drunk by then. I don't give two shit. But see, <laughs> but, but that that's I was. I don't know about them. Yeah. To me, that's a problem. <laughs>
0: I'm you know? not. You can't call me Friday night and expect an answer. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> but I, I'll or bet you. a one. Yeah. But yeah. I'll bet you when they run for office next time they come around on their campaign and they're talking about all the things they do to, to for the people, they don't give two fucks about anybody that votes for them. They only care about themselves. They should have been there that night. I, I, it just blows my mind. wait waited until Monday. Oh, Monday at eight. Well, I guess we'll go call and check on that well, train deal.
4: That's the difference between a working man and a politician, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, you're guaranteed to get help on Wednesday because on tomorrow, which is Tuesday, they will do something because Trump's coming there and by God, they don't want to look like he's ahead of them, which he's two fucking steps ahead of them every day anyways.
0: Hey, no, hold on. So I hope he brings a Trump train. I hope he does too,
1: buddy. I'm riding right on it, son of a bitch.
0: One report I saw was that they were arresting journalists. Is that all horseshit or did we see any of that?
2: Oh, shit, they're going to that, knock that, our door down. Yeah, that actually happened. Um, the journalist, I, I can't remember what... Uh, it knew, was out of D.C. Out of D.C. News something. And, it wasn't it was no, News No, it wasn't Nation. News Nation. News Nation. And he was... When Gover- Governor DeWine went to go speak, um, all the other journalists became quiet and they turned the cameras. This gentleman was still talking. Um in front of the camera, like giving a dissertation, what was going on. And I think what happened was someone asked him to be quiet because the governor was speaking or starting to speak. And then egos got involved and the national guard colonel or major said he threw up his hands. He thought he was going to get assaulted. So the cops went over, uh, they told him he had to leave. Um, he refused and they wrestled him to the ground, cuffed him and took him to the County jail. So he was released on, uh, uh, O.R. bond, and uh, later the charges were dropped uh, against him. So, um,
1: what's an O.R. David, bond, or Judge? A uh, what'd you call it? O.R. It, we call it a P.R. here. Oh,
2: yeah. O.R. Oh. recognizance. Yeah, public you know.
1: rec- personal recognizance. Same yeah. thing.
0: Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Personal So it
0: wasn't. So it wasn't this big cover up. Like, oh, oh anybody that asks a question is going to get taken away in handcuffs. He was. At, he was. You know, he was playing a silly game and kind of flirting with a line, trying to.
2: Oh, I, I mean, I, I retired uh, 28 years in law enforcement here up in Youngstown, and and uh, he he baited them and he and he won. Um, right. Yeah, even though he had a right to talk and everything, but what happened was he got the uh, National Guard major all fired up and. Ego started, and then when the cops asked him to leave, he refused. And was, the, the emotion, everybody's yeah. emotions were high and yeah. tired. You know? So he, I, I think that the, the journalist played the people like a fiddle, and he's gonna he's gonna have money in his pocket at the end of the day. Well, he, Andy,
1: he's a real he, journalist, not Don Lemon.
0: No, he was yeah. doing it to go viral. That's what it was. I'm sure.
1: That's all. Yeah. That,
2: that, oh, absolutely, absolutely.
1: You can't pass a tragedy by if you're a Democrat or a
0: journalist. Just the way it goes. He he saw it as his uh, chance. There was something else I was going to ask. Oh, um, a lot of people are making a big stink about. I guess East Palestine handed out um, oh fuck, what's it called? Uh, water
1: check deal where you can check that your quality of your water. No, 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 no. That no, wasn't what it was. Not <laughs>
0: that. It was uh my ID program.
3: Oh, so yeah, that's not. If the local news covered that today, I'll kind of touch on that. They that wasn't like some conspiracy theory or something that was months, months back. They were starting that as like for first responders as like, if you're diabetic and they come on you unresponsive, but if there's no like bracelet or something that says I'm diabetic or, you know, you start checking stuff, but if you could scan something, it has a QR code that we'd be able to scan. <clears throat> From my understanding, it's like a private access that first responders would be able to access it. Shit, they did that about four or five months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This right. is, this is way back, but it's, it was a way for first responders kind of access. And I kind of like, we had an issue with the Alzheimer's guy ran away from his house in Springfield one time, a couple years back. And we had no idea who he was. He was just wandering around in front of a store. He ended up coming from a couple houses up the road, but at that time he thought he was, you know, something else. He was out. He had no idea where he was, or where, where he, where he's from. So like we had taken him to the hospital and it took him a day or two to figure out, you know, somebody reported him missing and then they figured it out that way. But if you had a bracelet or something that the first responders could scan to do it.
1: Right. Well, that's, so, in, so not, this that's is, in West Texas now. And everybody's like, Oh shit. They just passed them out in Ohio. And
0: right. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, yeah, everybody's out here is like, well, you know, it was just this big pre yeah. pre whatever attack. And now, now, like Jeff said, we're starting to see it in West Texas. So everybody's like, fuck, are we next? Like, what do we got?
1: Thank God we ain't got a train tracks here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted like some conspiracy, conspiracy something there. That we were that was actually a joke down there that like somebody came up with that like seriously, but that's that was a theory that they came up with for that. Yeah. But I think they covered. There should be a story on the local news. The chief and the lady that's r- kind of helping run it. They uh were uh, on the news, the local news tonight, talking about it. Okay. Did we lose them?
0: No, you're here. Last last question. Can you still hear me? From me, yeah. I if we oh, go, yeah, I if we now. go to East Palestine in a restaurant, nice pizzeria. I don't know if they have a pizzeria there or not. Are we going to order? Yeah, ta- are we going to order tap water or not?
1: I drink the tap. I drank the tap water. Would you well, drink well, well now? Would you drink well water? No, if it, it
2: if it was tested. Yeah, if it was tested and cleared, I, I would drink it. But no, if it wasn't tested. Absolutely not.
0: So pizzeria, okay, we we'll, got... we'll do the tap water.
2: Yeah, I'll drink the tea. Yeah. If, t- if it's a city water, then
3: I'll drink the city water.
0: My last a lot, question. A lot of faith. Oh, hold on. I did have one okay. more. You, you, said lied. That, you said that the fire was over 450 degrees. How, I mean, is that ex- exceptional for fires that you have seen to get uh, over that mark?
4: Well, it's just his, his, it was close enough to him where the whole left side of his uh, gear on him, we wear black, our gear's black. Well, the whole down the whole left side, his legs, his side, his arm side of his helmet, it's brown now. And that means the gear reached its temperature where it changes its. Uh,
3: like burn the dial.
4: It's Yeah. It, and it burned the gear where like he has no protection where that's brown anymore. I mean, that's like it's on the verge of catching on fire.
0: So that so it, it, ha- it reached a, an exceptional level of heat.
2: Right. yeah. yeah. In, in, a, in a house fire, you get this almost the same kind of temperature because you're enclosed. And so all the heat's at the ceiling, and firemen usually are on, the, on their knees fighting the fire, so they're below the heat. But this thing was so massive, you were, you were just right next to it. You them. were right Stand next outside. to it. I yeah, I mean, there was so sense. much heat. because Remember, those a lot of that uh, stuff was hydrogen, hydrocarbon-based products, which is very hot. I mean, you have a lot of carbon and hydrogen in, in those chemicals, and it burns hot.
1: Well, that makes sense, then. All right, my last question. My, my last question. This is a serious question, too, okay?
0: I, I can tell by the way he's setting it up. It's not.
1: Was the guy <laughs> was the guy driving the train, was that also the same kid that was kicking field goals for Ohio State against Georgia?
0: Told you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: man, uh, that,
4: that one's never going to end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I told you it wasn't going to be serious. Well,
1: guys, we appreciate y'all being on here. Thank you for the information. Um, I hope the federal government does the right thing, and takes care of the good people in ohio i appreciate all that y'all do volunteer paid fireman whatever you do we need y'all we appreciate y'all thank y'all and god bless y'all Yep. Uh, thank, thank you. you we'll see, see you y'all in december. uh in see y'all december. december yes sir thank you bye yep.
0: Yep.
1: great guys i'm telling you right now volunteer firemen are the backbone of small america I'm telling you what. guys take their own time to go out and do stuff on their own a lot of them spend their own money they spend tons of their time to protect your ass and my ass while we sit at home in bed at night.
0: I can't believe that they don't have a hazmat. Fourth, fifth biggest city in Ohio and they don't
1: have a, a, a funding. Haz, a, yeah, I mean, they're all Andy, volunteer. we're spending all of our money in Ukraine. We have no money for America. And now we're going to pay the pensions in Ukraine. Can you believe that shit? Do you give a shit if a guy worked at a car dealership in Ukraine the whole time and he ain't getting his pension? I don't really give a shit. Me neither. I don't care. All um, right. Thank you all for listening. This is coming out tomorrow, right? Yeah. Okay. Was that it? That's it. Oh, oh coming out now. If you dove hunter, get ready. Boss Nine, Stanfield Nines. It's a new shell by Boss. It is perfect for dove and teal, small ducks. Woo! Be way to go. Stanfield we Nines. all
0: uh, September and October. Yeah, and-
1: Stanfield Nines be coming out soon. Be coming out early summer, and that will be from Boss shot shells. So go check it out. Goodbye. <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, go check out our
0: sponsors. Go check out Lucky Ducks, Looking Glass Podcast, Shin Gear, uh, Gundog Outdoors, Pacific Calls, Dive Bomb Industries, Boss Shot Shells, Mossberg, Hunt Proof App, Alpha Outdoor Specialties, Bangtail Whiskey, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Dirty Duck Coffee, Ducks Unlimited, and Double T British Kennels.